bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the After Things podcast. I am Bryce Castillo, joined as always with Brian Brushwood. Hello. And Justin Robert Young. Hello. Uh, this is the podcast all about uh, creative professionals, behind the scenes, how we do it, productivity and such. Uh, Andrew is occupied at the moment. So uh, this seems like a good time to kind of check in with everybody. I know we talked with Justin a little bit. Let's start with you, Justin, because Raise the sure. Dead Season 2 is all the way out now, right? Out. Out, uh, out. I don't think we talked to you since pre-launch, I believe, about it. So what's uh, what was the experience getting Season 2 launched? Um, You know, it, it's uh, good lessons learned. I'm very, very happy with the product. The feedback has been uh, uh, very, very good. The numbers aren't quite what the first season was, but at the same time, uh, I, I, boy, do I have this habit of wanting to release stuff during presidential campaigns like i think that's a good idea uh, (laughs) when in reality it both with the contender initially and with raise the dead season two it really isn't uh, a a great idea the only time once every four years that you're competing with billions of dollars being spent (laughs) yeah I could probably own it, uh, you know, if I had literally waited right afterward and then adjusted whatever the the, the series was and released it mm. over the Christmas holiday or whatever. But, you know, lessons learned. Uh, the, the the biggest thing that that I kind of took out of it really was kind of more from the production in terms of uh, just building up a a um a, a confidence in in what I'm able to do. Editing wise, what I'm able to do um, organizationally and what my system is and and kind of going forward with that. And and we've already seen that with um, uh, the the special episode I did with uh, uh, Tom Merritt and we got, uh, you know, a couple other things that kind of like blown up on the launch pad, but working on new stuff now that I'm very, very excited about. And uh, uh, that's that's really what I'm what I'm most I'm most thrilled about the process that it is out and that I'm not, even in the elements that are frustrating to me, up to and including some of the release, uh, the some of my own inability to do a lot of promo when I'm also redlining on PX3, um, and then this audiobook for which the 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 process of approval with Audible has is now we're like coming up on a month that they'll just be sitting on this thing uh-huh. waiting for it to approve. Uh, that's all frustrating, but it's not something that I'm going to beat myself up about because I got other things in the pipeline and, uh, and other things that will scratch that itch. I would love to believe Audible peels off the mask and reveals that it's PayPal. It's the same people I've been waiting on to unlock all the funds. They're like, we're the same. Yeah, it's it's really like I just every day go to this ACX page uh, which is their like their version of like the Kindle store where you're just submit a thing. And as long as it's formatted the right way, the Kindle unlimited, or the Kindle uh, direct publishing thing. Like they tell you, hey, it could be 48 hours. Uh, what they mean is 
if it's longer than 48 seconds, then you might need to resubmit because they got that thing on a on a rail. Like it is super quick. I guess there is still an element of uh, uh, non mechanical approval Someone that they it. have to do yeah. with um, with Audible. But uh, yeah, I just come there and I stare at pending audio reviews submitted. 3 October. <laughs> they have uh, to wait for Doug to actually listen to every book. <laughs> They're like, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I presume it's literally just them running it through. The way that I was explained, they just run it through this program and they check to see if the audio spikes beyond a certain level. Uh, and that's why I've I've paid a guy to master it because he's done stuff for Audible before, hoping that that would be the issue but uh man when uh uh this has been that's been frustrating mm -hmm. uh but you know it, it is what it is um the idea of making higher produced um or or spending more time producing stuff is something that i really have found a passion for and uh i'm i'm, I'm excited with where 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 stuff is uh going with dog and pony show audio uh, you know, you know, I was I was just about to ask you: Is this going to influence you know these upcoming projects that you're you're hinting at? Are they going to be in this Raise the Dead style form? Maybe maybe not the whole you know all the kick and caboodle, but is it going to sound more like that with these with these new things? Is that how how much you've kind of grown to uh, enjoy that format? Oh, I mean, it will sound more like that than this. Like yeah. they will, they will sound more like raise the dead than they will sound like weird things or after things. And, and, uh, I, I think that that's a tremendous benefit because, um, you know, between the stuff that I do for myself, uh, like, like just looking at raise the dead, I love the idea that I have a raise the dead and I have a politics, politics, politics mm -hmm. that I have a thing that you can be introduced to me with. And then you can take that introduction and spin it off into, and now I listen to them week by week because they are two very different skills that appeal to very different demographics uh, and, and certainly at different stages of you being into the ecosystem. So uh, I, I, I do want to differentiate that. And Dog and Pony Show Audio is kind of, that's where I want that brand to sort of go is is to be a thing that isn't just uh me talking or our friends talking because me and my friends already have amazing brands where we are talking uh what i want it to be is like oh no this is people you are maybe familiar with or maybe not that is going to be at a quality that is on par with anything else in in the space and and that's and that's really where i i want to kind of carve out that niche and you know with without you know you, you have to be realistic about where you are and i'm i'm very critical about when things are good and when things are bad and when things can be better but i'm very buoyed by where where we are and and hopefully continuing to get even better from there mm -hmm. um uh, and and uh, last, I guess my last question, I guess is, so you've got new projects that you're working on. Um, I would bet that working on Raise the Dead, you had a lot of, uh, you had a very fast turnaround because I, mean, I think you mentioned it previously, like you would write a script, you would record it, you'd listen to it, rewrite it, re-record it. And right, that was yeah. basically your process. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is, are, is, are these new stuff 
these new projects something that's again just a solo you thing because once you add other people into that yeah you, you know that that process gets a little gets a little more friction some are some aren't i i will i will say that um you know the 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 few that i'm working on now involve other people and and to be honest i'm really thrilled about it because uh as much as it tends to go faster if i can get a script recorded because i'm the one who writes it uh it also is a harder process to break down and refine um because you have to get over like there are things that like have gotten close to the final stage of release that were obviously things that could have been sandblasted off earlier almost totally because I was clinging onto it based on an initial idea I had for the story that just never really kind of washed off. Whereas um, being able to solely either live in a writer's perspective or a writer producer perspective and not a talent or reader perspective is very stimulating and exciting for me. Like it, it just gives me a, uh, a whole new perspective on it. And, uh, you know, the stuff, the stuff that's coming out now, I think people are really gonna, really gonna like it. I think that there's, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming. Nice. Nice. That's I, awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to, to hear more about that. Yeah. You're on this program. Uh, Brian, what about you? What, what, what have you been working on lately? Cause I know our productions, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to keep up, uh, but it's, you know, with COVID, it's tough to get people together a lot of the time. So what's, uh, what's yeah, we, uh, well, this, uh, we're, we're in the last couple of weeks of drifting before we, you know, get back into a bubble and try to crank out a bunch of shoots. But, uh, during this time, uh, my co-host on, uh, Modern Rogue, uh, has a new novel that he just put out. And so I reached out to Andrew Maine to make sure I was understanding like the do's and don'ts of, of publishing an ebook. Uh, but uh, as of right now, it has it listed as number one in U.S. horror fiction and number one in humorous dark comedy. Uh, but the this book is, is called Killer Candy. Killer Candy from Jason Murphy. So this is a pre-order? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So pre-order right now. And and I didn't know that pre-orders actually showed up in the release structure, that some could be a, a bestseller before it even came out. But, uh, but mm. apparently they've tweaked however that format goes. Um, and so it's... Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, 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 take take it back a step for me here. What is um, what all is involved? I know that we like. I know that we tagged on like a video promotion on one of the Modern Rogue videos that came out recently. Yeah, that's all we've done. Is <clears throat> is I we injected it near the end. So on a YouTube video, many 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 more people watch the beginning of a YouTube video than the end of it. Oftentimes, you get a fifty to seventy percent drop off by the end. But one of the nice things is the type of people who watch episodes all the way to the end are kind of a self-selected, by that point, you're only talking to the people who care the most about the program. So as a result, when it came to making the announcement of number one, I, I figured, well, it'll make more sense and be more palatable to hear me saying, hey, go grab Jason's book and putting the hard sell on it than it would for Jason to say, give me your money. Uh, and also he priced it at a very easy to approach 99 cents because he's much more interested in just having it land well than, uh, than necessarily making this a big payday. And so uh, in two episodes this last week, we put 
right after the ad. Wait, yeah, after the ad. So so there's the opening, there's the content, there's the ad, then there's after the ad, but before the go click on something else, the CTA part, where um, at the very, very end of the episode, it just says, uh, uh, hey, we got this book, let's give them a dollar, not even a dollar, just 99 cents, let's try to uh, hit it. Uh, and it does help that all you have to do is go to Amazon and type in Jason Murphy, and it's pretty easy to find. And um, uh, I'm really excited for him. I'll be interested to see what happens on actual release day. If it shows up in any lists differently than it does right now as a pre-release, that's all kind of a world that I don't know too much about, but it releases on October 30th. And if you got 99 cents and you don't mind, um, it's the kind of world where for certain categories, 150 copies is all it takes to be number one in some of the subcategories. Whereas some of the bigger ones, like in all of horror, you know, it might be 3,000, which is still a very attainable number for a particular day all at once uh, on release day. Uh, this is one of, uh, I'd say, outside of like ads and like brand deals and stuff, like, um, you know, uh, you don't end up promoting a lot of stuff that you're not like directly involved in. Right. Right. How How was that? Because I think, you know, everything I work on, you are a central part of right um, and i think that's still kind of a, a i don't know a tent pole of all of the of most of the things that we've done here um did, did that feel was there any sort of um you know dys, dysphoria of did, working on something that it, was not uh, i mean Ryan luckily l- luckily it's um you know, luckily it's, it's a familiar name and face and voice, you know, somebody who's been in the series from the very beginning. So it's not, and and we've talked several times about him being a writer and, and loving horror stuff and stuff. Uh, so, so it was, it was about as close to being a Brian Brushwood self-promotion thing as you can get without actually uh, being a Brian Brushwood product product. Um, and, and also, you know, between the lines, it's, it's more of like a community like hey guys would you guys like to know just how strong we are as a community we can find out for 99 cents a piece let's see what happens when we all you know try to make this nudge and it'd be great for you know for, for jason murphy if you had a a, a top selling book and he, i guess he'll have expert or, or um, analytics on how well it's selling i have no idea what any of the numbers are we haven't had a chance to really connect on it outside of you know he uh indicated that he's just constantly hitting refresh and is very, very pleased with the results so far. But, uh, but right now I think he was number 30 in all of horror full stop. Uh, and so I don't know, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I, this is probably more of a, uh, Andrew main question as far as what kind of analytics you have access to. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, uh, jury, do, 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 did you get with the, like the ebook stuff for raise the dead? Oh, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sure it's there, but I, <laughs> I, I certainly have not spent a lot of time uh, digging through that. Mm. Uh, no, no, I have, I have other numbers that I can torture myself. With. Yeah. And, and to, to your larger question about like, uh, how's it feel to be promoting a non Brian directly Brian thing? Um, the, the only reason that I'm not blasting all the noise is because I know that we're a scant week or two from our most important season of the year. And that's one of the weird things about pressing any kind of promotion button is every time you press it, that means it will affect how 
uh, how useful that button is the next time you need to press it. So it's it's one of those. It's important to save your powder, which is part of the part of why, uh, you know, knowing that that we still have four more days, and I could start, you know, hitting up on Twitter saying, "Hey guys, uh, you know, Jason's book is coming out." Uh, but but for now, that's the one place where I know that that interest in a Jason Murphy novel would be at its highest is is in that group. Mm. Um, uh, pulling up maybe another level or so, how were your general feelings of I don't know being involved being involved in promoting his project? Only because I know we've talked a, a bit about like you know the stuff that we do here and and ideas that we would like to do of like doing more stuff and doing more things with other people, right? Producing other people's work, kind of being a production and publishing space for lack of a more specific hybrid word, I guess. Um, and, and this, this is, it kind of feels like a, 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 a small step towards that. How was, how was that? Um, it's, it's not, not quite in the, in the grand sense, like we've talked about in, in terms of overall strategy, because if mm. we were doing this for an outside stuff, we would do things like charge money or make money or well, literally sure, get but, anything out of it. Uh, and so, yeah. and, and, uh, like we would, you would, it would still be effectively the same thing. Someone else or, or we produce it and then publish it and promote it. Well, I guess, I guess it really depends on where you're drawing the line it, but, at we, right? Like yeah. is we bizarre magic is we the modern rogue staff like is we uh you know brian defining another like ad agency quote unquote like inside of the of 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 the product thing for which you would you would get money sure i I mean that that's all specifics i guess but but uh yeah uh, yeah um, that's what we're here for. <laughs> well, okay. well, well um, uh, and, and I, I suppose uh, to, to answer your question, I, I wish I, like I um, it's nowhere near the type of thing that we're talking about eventually getting into. But it's far enough outside of what we've done before that. I mean, all, all I can really do is just sort of watch and note and sort of get an idea of okay, a nudge at this level because the, the, there are a bunch of different level levers. There's everything from how loud you're shouting to how good the project or the idea is, and will it resonate to the time of year? To how expensive it is? Is this an action-based ask? Also, how close to uh, being of and from your core base is it? Um, you know, like. Um, uh, so 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 uh, yeah all i can really do is sort of just 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 watch and and get a loose idea of okay this is how it's different from if uh if if we were doing a charity based thing or a you know brand new polished project versus or a brand new you know hour long stream versus even as low as you know like uh, you know a periscope of me answering questions or whatever so th- uh, i guess r- really this is just an opportunity to step just a just a baby step outside of uh, normally the the black and white inside our circle that we've done before. Sure, but feel good, feel bad, feel oh, sure. I mean, anxious. I mean, it feels super good to help help Jason out. I mean, that's that's the um, again. I, I I wish I knew more about how the rankings work and what the actual numbers were, but I'm sure that uh, Jason will share all that when we find out. Yeah, cool. Um. Alrighty. Well, uh, I, I haven't really been working. I mean, I'm just working on the same shows. Um, just grinded. 
has yes. been has been nice. Uh, uh, did you enjoy seeing Teller tweet out the uh, uh, the episode? Uh, that that was nice. So yeah, Teller of of Penn and Teller had tweeted out uh, at the time the most recent Scam Nation episode with uh, with Josie. That, that was very nice of him. Um, uh, still, I think kind of that video I think is still underperforming. I think compared to. Uh, the uh, what, most like, previous like, videos. Like this week's this week uh, is, is is doing very well. It's doing almost double. Yeah. Uh, what what the previous one does. That uh, one, but uh, but that's that's kind of up and down. And as I go back, those really seem to be a slow burn because if you uh, if you go just a little ways back, you start to find that they all kind of want to gravitate towards around fifty thousand views each, whereas which is a little higher than our previous. Base, I would say, at around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was very. I mean, sweet. but that that's was, but that's that's massive though. If you if you're if you're if you're like growing from the previous base and you've totally reformatted the channel. Well, like, and, and like the channel exactly. is, like, is like, now like, a, like the, a, the, a, a the total demographic shift. Yeah, exactly, and a tonal shift. It's it's a yeah. structural shift in how the episodes are made. It's a tonal shift in terms of. You know, it's not about being the cool guy at the bar. It's about a dad teaching his daughter some magic. Ooh, here's a here. Have you guys thought about this? Of just a like, Josie reacts to old scam school episodes. Oh, that would be like, easy. Oh, that would be fun. fun. That could be like, fun. Yeah, just just like, like the early stuff of of you know just her. That's joking, a great making, idea. And yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I was actually. Uh, well, that's that's more internal stuff, but uh, right. yeah, that, I, I had some other ideas along that line, but I like that a lot. Yeah, it's been um, uh, it it's been steady, I guess is the word I'll say. Right, you know, we we made that shift pretty much right once everything locked down, um, and we kept at it because the 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 response seemed pretty good from um from the viewers. Does it uh, hurt that uh, those are a little bit easier to produce than uh, than going to a bar and wrangling uh, various people? Um, I mean, oh there my are God, right there, there are there are easier parts and there are there are kind of tough tougher parts, I guess. Right, like when we go out to the bar, we're a little more expedient. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we the the shoots are both you know three to four hours maybe, um, but when we're out at the bar, we we just we pack way more stuff in yeah um and and so i think that's that's something that i kind of am trying to um i don't know fold into it well and and there's also other difficulties because i don't mind if i'm kind of um if if i'm remembered as being a little bit pushy at one of these bar shoots with randos that i've never met and i'm like hey man we just need a shot of you flipping this card over would you just do that real quick whereas i don't quite have permission to do that to my 12 year old mm -hmm. in, in, a, in yeah. that there'll be sure. long, there'll be short term consequences in that, <laughs> in that it may affect how, how you have to drive home together. Exactly. Yes. Well, but, but also how good, no, just the, the product will be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, sure. It's like if she's if she's very clearly just been crying because her dad yelled at her, and <laughs> that's not going to play as well. But she, you know, I, she is remarkably resilient, and and really is a quick learner about. Um, I, I don't know uh, about the entire process. Well, and that's the other stuff. thing too. Is like uh, this is a twelve year old kid, and it's like there's some some dexterity based things that just it's going to take her a little bit longer to sure. learn if she does. I think, and, I think we talked about one of them, uh, the one that you're describing on the bizarre briefing at one point where the, the one handed. Oh cut, yeah. 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 She, she has kind of smaller hands and the playing cards are kind of a standard size. And I think that probably took 
over an hour to film, I would say. It ended up cutting down to like seven minutes or something because we just threw out most of that footage anyway. Sure. sure. Um, but 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 even through that whole process, she she was a champ. I mean, she uh, she was. I guess she had got she would get frustrated like a uh, an adult would, but it was not like a tantrum or or anything. Like it's it's no small no, I, miracle that she's. Yeah, uh, no, really mean, great on for, set. For for what it is, it, it is pretty remarkable. Oh, hey, I got a question. Um, uh, right. uh, I, I guess I guess it's been a minute since we've been able to post anything more on TikTok. Are we feeling like TikTok is here to stay yet? Are we are we afraid? Because I it's, know like no no no, it's here it's here to stay. It 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 has uh, made a deal with the Oracle. Did did thing. the administration approve that deal, or did they? Because I know that like TikTok it's, made a deal. But I don't know that the no, government said no. that that is an acceptable deal for them. No, they made they made the deal with Oracle because that was the deal to make, like uh, uh, in terms of the government, the government's perspective. Gotcha. So I, I I would suspect that TikTok will continue to uh, uh, be around. Uh, yeah. So so for context, so um, we had had a little uh, we had been doing stuff for TikTok a. a, a uh, one of their uh, campaigns, yeah, things uh, partner partner program they they put together the hashtag Learn on TikTok program, which I still see a little bit of uh, on on the application. And then we we used it a little bit while we were uh, doing the the big the Modern Rogue that second Modern Rogue uh, series of shoots, and um, we hadn't really posted too much there. We did we did about of it uh, I think uh, a couple weeks ago uh, because. Uh, we were out of scamnation footage and so we didn't we had two weeks off for that basically while brian was dealing with covid um and so one of those weeks we i just cut up a bunch of modern rogue footage yeah i'll tell you what man even those those kind of look backs are are and again it's always kind of a hot and cold with tiktok you never know why something works or doesn't but but it looks like our most recent post is at eight hundred and twenty-four thousand views click can you see how many comments are in that because that was a weird trend that i noticed is that that video which was you uh uh moving a target and and rick smith jr would throw a a card at it Yeah, it looks like 34 comments and fourteen thousand likes that (laughs) That right that's really low bizarre because That amount of views, that amount of likes, even there are videos of those other videos that have been posted. There are videos in there with way less views and way more comments, more engagement. Yeah. Um, and w- that signals to me that that's like, hey, TikTok is giving us throwing TikTok's us a bone, putting the putting the uh, putting the putting the gas um, the gas on it. And and so um, yeah, I mean it. It it would be cool to post some more stuff on there. We we kind of have to figure out what our objectives are on that because, um, I think the last time we talked about it, the words "keeping it warm" was were mentioned. Well, mainly, which is which is very like ambiguous. We, we, we just to me. did well. Mainly, we just didn't know whether or not it was going to be around or whether or not uh, it was it was worth in, investing in. But but certainly, as we get ready for the holiday season, I mean, we got a whole back catalog of scam stuff stuff that. Uh, just showing off. I mean, that's perfect for TikTok is look at this clever thing that does this thing. And then, you know, multiply that times 30 or 40 items or what have you uh, for for that time of year. That'll, uh, and by the way, I know it sounds like I'm just shoveling work to you, but that's uh, not necessarily well, what, what I mean. Finish your sentence. Because uh, my response to that is like, yeah, we need to figure out who does it when yeah, because, exactly. uh, hey, turns out we fill our capacity whenever we bump it up. So yeah. um, we that's something we'll internally figure out. 
because um, it's you know it does seem like uh, people on TikTok respond well to it. Um, whether it's you know all the comments of like, oh, is that you know scam school? Where what happened to the spikes? And oh, I love Monterog, you know. Um, and so, like with any of our social media platforms, it would be great to spend more time on it. But it's it's tough, especially for TikTok, where you have to custom make video Everything, content. Yeah. Um, where like if it was a Twitter thing, we could probably push and write tweets we could we you know text tweets or but, but, photos but making video content having to go in and audition the footage and actually cut it up and resizing it for nine by 16 is its how, own how thing. labor intensive i mean i know that tiktok is a lot harder to do than a tweets right <laughs> like, um you know there are uh it, it's weird because because they're so short and because there's almost a sort of flipness that you can have to it because it's social media, right? Um, it's not, it's not, it, it isn't too time intensive, but uh, I'm also like, I have been a video editor for however many years. And uh, some of the, you know, we, we're working with uh, a, a few other folks who are not as uh, video editing um, experienced. And so something for me that is like, just preview it and put it in and cut it and do all this stuff is kind of a longer process. And so um, for me, it's, it's not it's not too, too bad. Um, but for, for other folks, it, it may take a while. And so that's that becomes a bottleneck where, okay, well, is every, if everything has to run through me, well, then what, where, where, what does that look like in the pipe? Um, yeah, so, I, I suppose part of the reason that, that I think the next couple of months will be a good time to tinker with it or month and a half is is because it'll be easier to justify it being you know under the ad umbrella where we get to dedicate more resources in the form of you know paying people to do the heavy lifting and yeah. so turns out money can be exchanged for goods and services <laughs> turns <So>. out <laughs> um, and and so oh but uh, the other thing i mentioned is so so it is it is a variable labor process depending on your experience but the other thing about it is that uh like i mentioned because it has a social media sort of feel you don't really have to say take a video and condense the video down. You know, with, with like something like Scam School Remix, which was running for a long time, that would be taking these old 20, 30 minute videos and putting them into a five to 10 minute thing. And that's a lot of work because you're dealing with, a, you're still dealing with baked footage, but you're trying to get all of the information in and make it fast. Right. Where this can be here's a sound bite, here's a, the, a, a reaction of, a thing exploding right um and so that that does make it pretty easy to to just go in blind and say i'm just going to look at this footage and i'll find something and just put put up put some stuff together um and even that like there's still um an editorial eye to some of that stuff right um we we've got an intern who does a little bit of video editing but he doesn't really know what type of stuff to put on or right. he, he, he you know well, th it, there, there's an amount of direction that like i by right. I, I mean capital d direction you know director mm -hmm. level decisions that uh that it turns out uh, those are real skills that take uh years to develop it takes time yeah um and and so um ideally i would i you know it would be nice to to be able to collaborate collaborate with someone on that process um, so that you know he can get skills as an intern and, and learn a, a little bit more about it um, and and not everything is running 
the bottleneck through me right. uh, to you know find and cut and post and all that stuff. Uh, but that's that that's a process that takes time. He's in a very different time zone than us, and yeah. and all sorts of stuff. So um, yeah, it it'll be it it'll be cool to see what we can do with it and what the reaction both from TikTok users and the TikTok platform itself is um, because it's so all over the map like what hazy. is a tiktok it's like I, it depends on what demographic you are and mm -hmm. and what how hard you squint i mean right. even if even if today we said okay we're gonna post one tiktok video a day that is remarkably less content than than everybody else everybody else yeah. is doing because yeah. they just are at home and they're either doing reacting videos or duets or just you know someone mentioned in the chat like why don't we have brian doing a skateboarding video with the cran raspberry juice guy and it's like well a everybody's already doing those and b like that's for people who need who are you know doing six to ten tiktok videos every day and yeah um they are they are going at it in the way that somebody who's trying to make their living on twitter would go at it or someone right. like you know you guys you guys do youtube in a way that is more refined you want to make these lessons kind of evergreen and live forever and therefore have a certain kind of polish to them but there's another model where you guys would do five videos a day right like there's right. another version of that and that's that is the most you know TikTok friendly if if for a lot of outfits where you have a lot of time uh and then yeah, yeah you're just gonna keep doing a bunch of them and see what sticks and then figure out where to kind of SEO spray for tomorrow. Right. And, and um, if, if people don't keep up with TikTok very much, like the, the most recent development or one of the most recent developments is the creators fund, which is basically, it's very weird. The creators fund, uh, they set aside billions of dollars to pay people to make TikToks. And it's basically like YouTube AdSense. So you get paid per view yes. and engagement. Yeah. Uh, but calling it a fund and oh, you got to apply to it and all this other stuff is now a whole new generation can get a the the, the same rush of excitement that we all got getting that first thirteen cent check from <laughs> Google. <laughs> um, and so I think that's adding significant noise to that sort of workflow. So so you know hoping yeah it it that would be that would be a nice thing to do. So um, yeah, TikTok. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think cool, that's going to do it here for after things a little bit of shorter one today. But uh, Brian, Justin, thank you guys so much. Heck yeah, man. See ya. Uh, for Andrew Maine, I'm Bryce. This has been After Things. It's been after. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.